0: With analytics, it's often like fun and easy to prove people wrong, but, but that, that kind of doesn't, doesn't get you anywhere. Making the data visible and available, that's, that's also something that is often related to or, or like included in the, in the analytics. I guess that brings us to the, the other side of analytics. Like you can find out what's not happening. But you can find out also what's happening and, and like getting inspiration and finding motivation there like
1: welcome to fork pull merge push. This is a show about topics developers obsess over with guest engineers from around the world.
2: Hi, this is Esko. Hi, this is Anna. And
1: you are listening to the Forkpool Merge Push podcast. Today we have Matias Muhonen as our guest. Matias is analytics expert at Reactor, and I guess today we're talking about analytics and what does it mean to measure things. So without further ado, welcome, Matias. Welcome. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, nice to have you here. To get us started, let's go through your background briefly. So could you first just tell us, about yourself something in about 30 seconds please Uh,
0: okay i'm yeah i'm matthias moon and i'm a developer at at, uh, reactor Uh, i have been working here for i guess almost six years now my background is 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 kind of technical but actually uh, my education is almost industrial management so so i'm kind of a, a hybrid
1: professional Okay, interesting background. Can you go a bit into more detail what you do for a living? Assuming it would be like your mother or somebody else, maybe non-technical person who would be asking the question.
0: Yeah, good question. As as I said, I have started at reactor as a developer. That's something that I still do, like part of the time. But then I, as as mentioned, I do do lots of uh, analytics. All kinds of stuff related to, to analytics and um, experimentation and, and a little bit of growth hacking and, and that kind of stuff, which basically means measuring things and playing with data, analyzing data, trying to trying to make make good decisions using data, and then then finally one part of my work is kind of uh, project management kind of things. We we call it make it happen, but uh, I guess, guess people in other places call it
1: make project management. Yeah, also to be called as waving hands at things. Yeah, yeah. Exactly, that's yeah. I don't know how the acronym translates, but
2: (laughs) yes, that was exactly how I explained what I do to to a customer yesterday. I'm waving hands, so
1: yeah, I I sometimes say that I'm holding people's hands, Mm. like proverbially,
2: more sense. Yeah,
1: it makes them feel feel, feel nice, yes. Great. So, analytics is often seems to be a, a bit distant thing from ordinary development, so. Quite interesting that you've en- ended up doing analytics instead of writing code yeah,
0: I guess the the thing that i I didn't mention is that like I thought about having an education in in like like software engineering or some something like that. And and already before starting at university, I kind of knew that, okay, I can write code and this doesn't seem so, I, I wouldn't say fulfilling, but so like, this is not the thing that I want to do only. So I decided to go uh, study in, in this uh, program called uh, Information Networks. And and like th- this this kind of thinking has continued since so like I started uh, as, a, as a developer, but wanted to find something else also to, to add to my my skills. And, and also I have kind of background in in mathematics, physics. I, I studied a lot of them in in high school and and really like them. so like something doing with numbers and and analyzing data and, and this kind of stuff that uh, interests me. So analytics was
1: kind of a a. Uh, I don't know, of, obvious choice, but but a good choice. Yeah, it it seems to be a good choice, and I'm I'm quite confident we are later today gonna talk about uh, how everybody, each developer, should know at least something about it, and how, at it, in my personal experience, how little people, or surprisingly little people in general, know about analytics. Yeah, yeah. But so going to the big question, um, and I know that there are as many answers as than there are like people answering the question, but uh, what is analytics?
0: Yeah, that's a good question. I guess when we use the term analytics, I guess it, it kind of refers to web analytics. So measuring things on websites. Like, for example, Google Analytics is, is a very, very used tool for that. And, and that I, I guess that is one reason why the analytics term sticks so well, well in this area. But what we are actually talking about, I consider analytics being all kinds of measuring things, like adding instrumentation to user interfaces for measuring things, gathering data from uh, all kinds of sources. Also like gathering back-end data, uh, gathering data from, uh, I don't know, mobile applications, all all kinds of uh, data gathering is kind of what analytics is. But also when I consider my role as a kind of analyst or person that does analytics, uh, also, also analyzing data is something that that's kind of important. And like gathering data in a way that... Uh, makes it possible to analyze certain questions, to answer certain questions based on that data, and finally, often visualizing the data or somehow like creating it. It might be creating reports or real-time dashboards or or something, but like making the data visible and available. That's that's also something that is often related to or or like included in the in the analytics. Uh, like kind of umbrella.
2: I think that's a good point because why would we gather data if we have no intention of using that, right?
0: Yeah, no, I I have um, actually a former reactor reactor uh, analyst, well known in this area, Simo Ahava uh, told told me that that his uh, way of of bringing analytics to a team is that he he starts gathering the the data and then. Quite quickly, uh, create some kind of a dashboard where the data is visualized, and that adds interest towards the data and analytics. And that's the, that's the way that like the team gets more on board on 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 analytics.
2: Mm-hmm. So what, what I think you mentioned already a few, but what are like the most common use cases for gathering the analytics data and using that?
0: Yeah, that, that, that's a good question. Um, I would say that like there are basically there's there's a term data-driven uh, decision making based on based on data, and uh, that is that is what analytics should be for. But maybe maybe the question then is, what decision do we make based on analytics? And I'd say, the, for example, if we're talking about let's say a website, the, often the first question is is what is the usage of some features? Does anybody use them? I guess guess they like the question is then is there something happening are there taking place events that we consider that should take place that, that's the that's the one, one thing and and the like the other side is is when we have the data when we have measured measured uh, for example user interactions or, or some type, some kind of business events or something then the question kind of is what does this data suggest for us what would the users want to have? What do they prefer? So I uh, like I, I guess there's 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 two sides of analytics, like finding that you're wrong and finding new ideas.
2: Like to put it
0: bluntly,
1: mm-hmm.
2: yeah, it makes sense. How often would you say, based on like your experience, those decisions are actually made based on data?
0: It, it depends on the the questions on the situation. I guess one of the examples that that seems to be coming up every now and then is uh, like ju- just as an example, as an anecdote, uh, when we are doing let's say like visual design or, or user interface implementation it one uh, like simple question tends to be what are the sizes of uh resolutions users are using and that's like very very simple since like that that's that's kind of black and white or or you can say that like there's 50 percent of users have device that's narrower than this this amount of pixels or there's only one percent of users that have, have defines narrower that this this amount of pixels and like this is very easy place to make decisions based on data but, but then then there's like much more difficult questions like does this service have a product market fit that's of course a complex question that involves many things but like often it's it's quite challenging to use data there uh, since like it's it's there are no clear answers what you should even be measuring so so kind of it it depends
2: (laughs) It, it makes sense that it depends and I guess also you can make any kind of data to look the way you want it to look so there's also like how you actually analyze it and 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 what kind of standards you use based on like for the analysis
0: yeah 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 that's true and like you can measure some things to answer some questions. And then, of course, the, then, then you have to consider, is this the right data to actually answer this question? And like, I, I guess he, the, the problem with human brain tends to be that like, it, it tries to jump into conclusions based on the, the information it has. But like, it, it might not be the, 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 like the correct information. The, the, the causality might be, might be missing or somehow misdirected.
1: If we would have to name a few like most important things or most obvious things you normally uh, like start from when you go into a project as an analyst, then what would those things be? I guess like
0: of course having having some kind of a tool that's that's often important. nowadays you can almost like bet on the fact that the client has some kind of a analytics tool in-house and like i don't know 80 percent of the time just 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 guessing but uh, it would be google analytics so like that that's often easy but of course there are, are other options then like i have found out that it's of course you start with basic very really basic things like if you're in in a web project you you start by measuring page views if you're in in mobile upload project you uh, start by measuring screen views and and start with very basic stuff and and if we're talking about for example google analytics you get the like the uh traffic sources and all, all kinds of that that stuff like basically out of the box so you start like finding this data that that tells something about the usage and something what's hap- about what's happening and also like gives you some ways of of categorizing the 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 events and seeing that like Okay. People that come from Google work are doing something and people that, that come from, from some other source are doing something. And already you, you get something, something interesting. And this is also some, something that you can like visualize quite easily. And I guess that's, that's the step where you want to get, get quite quickly measure something and then get something
1: visible for, with, with, with some, some simple tools. So, going to the other side of things, which would be the business side, meaning as an analyst, you go to a project um in order to help the client make better business decisions and improve or implement like actual needed features for the product instead of just like making something, and you can use analytics as a tool to make correct or more enlightened. Decisions. But if you have already in your mind as a client a business case that you think is valid, then do you kind of ask the analyst to do analytics that support verifying the business case that you have in mind instead of making the analyst do something else that might even invalidate the original business case? How, how do you approach that kind of situation? I, I'm sure it's quite common. Yeah, that, that, that's not an easy thing.
0: And, and it, it doesn't make it easier that like gathering, for example, analytics from, from web pages. That's, that's much, often much easier uh, compared to getting, getting like business data. That's might be in, in some like backend system and so on. But to answer your question, I guess uh, often like you should have a, kind of an idea about what are the hypotheses that you expect that there are what what are the the uh, things that we expect to be true for this business to work uh, and that that's one thing that you can start start uh, validating like we expect that people are interested in this thing and and then you can start measuring things that uh indicate if if that interest actually is there <laughs> but to make things more simple of often there's uh to begin with there's some like key transaction or key process uh in the business that you can start measuring like if we're uh, talking about e-commerce site there that that's kind of a like problem that's already solved like you know that there are the orders and, or, or like transactions. And then there are like checkouts and then there are, uh, ads to cart and impressions of, of product details. And like, you know, these steps and you can start by measuring these steps and like making sure that, uh, okay, th- this business actually like works. Then there are like some, some services might have m- much more complex hypothesis about like, customer has this some need unsolved need and we we can provide a solution for it and i'd say that like then you just need quite a lot of imagination about trying to find out does this need actually exist are are we implementing the right solution to to solve this need so like Uh, validating the problem hypothesis and and then, like, uh, the solution hypothesis.
2: Fun fact of the day. Someone at Reactor once described MONADS as a cross between a burrito and an elephant. Yeah, we don't get it either. Come help us figure it out in any of our offices. In the US, Finland, the Netherlands, Portugal and Japan. We'll add the link to our open positions in the description to this episode. It sounds like there's a, like having a goal of proving something wrong or right. There might be some like psychological challenges in that because some some may believe very hard that this is the case. This is what I believe in. And then you might prove them wrong, wrong by saying that that is not what the data says. So is that something that happens? And something you have to navigate.
0: Yeah, yeah, and no, like, especially as a consultant, you have to like kind of acknowledge that that with analytics, it's often like fun and easy to prove people wrong, but but that that kind of doesn't doesn't get you anywhere. In some cases, it it can be very useful to tell people that like this big thing that you're doing it actually doesn't matter at all and and then they get a big realization and, and like uh, they they find that okay this is very useful having the uh, all this measurement that this data but on the other hand like you should be uh, avoiding just p- telling people that they're wrong and and i guess that brings us to the the other side of analytics like you can find out what's not happening but you can find out also what's happening and and like getting inspiration and finding motivation there like okay we are almost reaching the things that we wanna reach. there's just this small thing and and we we change it we can get like very valuable results. This is actually something that happened for us recently where we did an did an a b test and realized that like okay we didn't reach our goals but we ended up creating value in in some place so we kind of had just had to uh, do a minor tweak to uh, drop out the negative effects and we g- got a huge positive effect and this was only because we were like accepting the thing that like the, our initial idea wasn't perfect and and, and this this was t- told us by the ab
2: test I mean, it all sounds. We all understand probably that analytics are important, and they give a they potentially give a lot information and and guidance on on what we should do. But based on my experience with you know some of the projects I've been in, most of them the uh, analytics is like the uh, last thing we implement. It's not the first thing. It's the last thing. And, oh, we should probably have analytics. Yeah. Uh, why is that? Why do we keep forgetting that it, it exists?
0: yeah very good question and i have actually noticed myself that that like uh partially because i have i I can like take multiple roles in a project i can forget that like uh, i i'm not an analyst in this project even if i maybe should be and i've I've thought like what is the reason i also i i keep forgetting about analytics and i guess that like as as humans we are very good at like filling in with the uh, lacking information like if we have to make decisions there are all kinds of ways we can get around the issue that we don't have any concrete uh, evidence like we can live with our opinions Um uh, uh, at least i i feel that like uh, as a consultant i'm a very good e- coming up with all kinds of opinions even if there are like no nothing to back them up also like Anecdotes are very useful. Like something once happened, or I, I tested this and I felt this and like then then you have like something to base your decision on. or, or you you don't feel any any pain about the fact that like your anecdote dot isn't like actually statistical valid uh, valid data. Or information you actually the anecdote much m- might feel much more like useful than the than the analytics you might have and also one thing is like getting things done is 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 so important for people that like mm, trying to get something that's only partially related to getting things done it's 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 easy to forget, like because analytics might be a, like even a problem for you, like uh, it it, it uh, hinders you and uh, it's annoying when it tells you that you are actually wrong and the feature that you think that, uh, thought that like now this is done, you you have to realize that like uh,
2: actually it's not
0: done, it doesn't doesn't work, nobody's using it.
2: So there's a probable pain factor, yeah, with using analytics in a project yeah you have to
0: value the truth above convenience
1: and you have to include the analytics into your thinking when you like even plan the team composition for the project and start from there yeah yeah or otherwise it will be just like as anna put it the last thing to be implemented yeah that's true and and often like as as a process
0: like as a part of the let's say agile software project dropping the validation part is actually quite easy since like it's not meant for getting you forward it's it's meant for like uh, stopping you in right places and like you don't realize that you're not getting stopped if you if you don't like really concentrate on
2: on it So what do you think would be the things that every developer should know about analytics so that we can ensure that there's at least, we have that knowledge to know that we should add it uh, from the get-go?
0: Yeah, yeah. I guess, of course, understanding the basic principles, kind of like you measure things, then you want to visualize them, then you try to make like, Follow what's happening and, and try to somehow make decisions about this. Of course, this this is something that like you have to understand to to be able to value the the analytics. But I guess most people actually understand this. Then when we talk about developers, I guess having some understanding about tools and how to use them, or at least how to like find the person that that can help you. Like I guess one valuable thing is is having the idea that most organizations have some people that are uh, like managing and handling this analytics and you should contact them and ask them ask about them like what data should we should we gather, what what we should be measuring, how we should should be measuring and and they they can most likely help you. Like I guess this this is the like the very basic of of analytics for developers.
2: Mm. I think it already sounds good. It makes me like wish for some kind of a project handbook, like kind of a checklist that these are the things you need to keep in mind when you're starting. Yeah, and, and analytics being part of them.
0: Yeah, that that's that's definitely true. And and uh, as, as you mentioned, it's easy to forget about it. it. It's it's kind of like, for example, retrospectives that like sometimes they just got forgotten. Maybe because there's there's no scrum master or similar person taking care of care of like having them and then you then you realize after like half a year that like we we haven't have any retrospectives and and then like after the after you leave the project you can maybe realize okay we didn't work as efficiently because
1: we didn't remember this thing but it's, it's still easy to forget what happens when you forget analytics in your view, from your viewpoint
0: that's a that's a very good question and in my mind you get often in a place called feature factory like as i mentioned getting things done is often in the way of analytics and but but what getting things done can mean is that you just concentrate on Making new features, building new things, for example, one thing that uh is an indication that you're in a feature factory is that like your success is that you get pub you publish something, you get something ready and published, but like when you have analytics and you're measuring things that's not the success the success is that you realize that you're providing value you you have changed something you have some some kind of outcomes if you don't have analytics your results are the features that you get done you you don't get back to any any feature because you don't have any any feedback about how does the feature work and so on and, and also, like, when you don't have analytics, the, the other things that I mentioned, like personal opinions, anecdotes, they start to get more and more more ground and decisions are made, made based on that, which tend to affect the system in, in all kinds of kinds of ways.
2: How about feedback, like asking for feedback from, uh, from the users, like in co- comparison to analytics? Obviously, with feedback, you have the emotions they are there whereas in the data i don't know if well maybe they're also somewhere in the data because we do things based on emotions but is there like a relation between those two
0: yeah i i guess there's the like the traditional division between quantitative and qualitative data and i guess like feedback from users is it's it it's it's in the uh, qu- uh, qualitative data, data category, and, and like, they both have their, their places. Um, of course, like, when gathering feedback, you have to remember that the feedback is always somehow biased. It's biased towards the fact that the, only some people give you feedback. Like, if there's something wrong, you tend to hear about it much more than you hear about your successes. Like people often don't tell you feedback about like everything they do. They just like choose some things that they tell you about, and like they might not realize what are the actually important things. Uh, that did occur and so on so so it, it's 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 their subjective view and i i'd say that like when uh like feedback is good for new ideas for finding like what should we measure where should we concentrate on and then like it it, it can, kind of can be a a pro- problem hypothesis like people in our feedback tend to ask for this feature Let's let's measure if 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 they actually would need this feature, and then then you can create an experiment that validated it using uh, quantitative data to make sure that like they actually use it. And and like I have to say that often in feedback there are things that people would like to have, and then when you build it, they won't come but but this doesn't make it make it like useless uh, because the data often don't tell you like anything else that like something happened or something didn't happen it, it don't tell you what should have happened or or what do the people uh, want or or how do they feel about this service
2: how about privacy i'm thinking about like a- I guess it comes a little bit to the emotions but looking at or thinking about analytics and and tracking the app or service web service usage is are there privacy concerns uh,
0: Definitely there are privacy concerns and like privacy goes from like technical details to like legislative details like and then then to to bigger things that are like, what's your like ideology about about privacy and like t- technical details? When you start start with analytics, it's it's important to know that uh, how do you prevent f- uh, gathering unnecessary details? For example, Google Analytics they actually uh, demand that you don't gather personal identifying information, and that's something that you have to take care of. And like people tend to write all kinds of like details in all kinds of places. So you really have to have to check that you don't save uh, anybody's uh, email addresses, even if they would write it in your search box. Mm -hmm. But then like uh, there are more things like you have to have to make sure that you are not gathering data that would uh, like make it too easy for for anybody to snoop on your users and uh, like uh, connect their ip addresses to to everything they do and, and like this kind of stuff but finally there are like i guess then then there's the ideology part of, like there are all kinds of services that that can track you and you can use them or you you can avoid using them and of of course you can yourself like do the Data gathering and de- using the data in, in ways that would uh, hurt your users, your customers' privacy as little as possible. For example, like analyzing how your customers use your search, for example, that often is in no way dependent on on who they are or what what do they do outside outside uh, your service and and. And, and and so on it's it's something that you have to take care of in 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 technical ways but also it's it's decisions that you have to you have to make make and understand like what what you're actually doing
2: mm-hmm. it sounds like one more bullet point to the things every developer should know so there's again with great power comes great responsibility of uh you know, uh, respecting the user's privacy?
0: Yeah, one, 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 like basic thing, don't gather all the information in, in the contact form or the the order details.
1: How much would you say, if we are talking about tracking of the user, which might of course go beyond the scope of a single site, how much nowadays do people like just block all these kind of tracking attempts? I guess even my browser by default just blocks this sort of stuff so yeah it, it won't work i'd say it's uh somewhere uh, when we look
0: at all the kind of the missing data it seems to be somewhere around five percent oh of, it's so of, little amount yeah yeah it, it's it's not that huge of course for example if we consider the browser uh, safari from apple there it's it's more difficult to say W- what's actually uh, done by the browsers? In since the uh, data gets more invalid, but but not missing. But of course, there are things that or or places where the blocking is. It's much more common. For example, like tracking how how much users open your marketing emails. That's quite commonly blocked. Like the the uh, email clients don't open images, where you often often implement the Uh, tracking tracking on so the the numbers are uh like radically off
1: yeah
2: this was very motivating i think this discussion we had i feel like there's a lot of learning i need to do (laughs) which which is nothing new but that's the case with with it there's always things to learn thank you matthias for joining us today thank you thank
0: you it was it was really nice to be here yeah nice to for you to join us
2: hopefully our listeners enjoyed this podcast too please share it with your friends Remember to subscribe and like our podcast and we'll see you soon again. Yeah. See you.